next question I get is, well, is there a company like there like you that you can recommend? And the truth is, I don't know of one because when you hire a platform, it's like you're hiring a marketing team. I don't know another company that gets on a weekly phone call with every single client and gets to know them and is able to craft ads about their top three favorite books that go over, you know, uh, maybe a parenting book that was a game changer for them or a self-help book that gave them the courage to quit their nine to five and do real estate full time and craft ads that feel like something that person would write uh, where our clients, friends and family are actually talking to our clients and they think that, that they're coming up with these ads. So I don't know another company like us that has that hands-on approach. This is the Platform Marketing Show where we interview the most creative and ambitious real estate agents in the country, dissect their local marketing strategy and get the behind the scenes scoop on how they're generating listing leads and warm referrals. We'll dive into the specifics of what marketing campaigns are working for them, how much they're spending on those campaigns, and figure out how they have perfected what we call the platform marketing strategy. This is your host, Tim Shermack. I'm the founder and CEO of Platform. I love marketing and I talk too much. So let's dive in. Hey guys, it's Tim Shermack, and welcome back to another episode of The Platform Marketing Show. I'm joined today by Diana Page. Diana, welcome to the show. Thanks. Happy to be here. So what we wanted to talk about today, and this one will actually feel a little bit more of a conversation because we're not actually interviewing a real estate agent and talking about uh, how they have implemented the platform strategy. This is kind of a behind-the-scenes peek at from our perspective at Platform like what what is the platform strategy that's the central uh the central topic of today's discussion is people ask us okay i've been looking into curator or i've been looking into ylopo or i've been doing research and i found boomtown and sync or maybe you know i've been spending a huge budget on zillow every month buying leads or realtor.com um and i'm looking you know for something else and i stumbled across this platform thing or i've seen people post in Facebook groups talking about this platform marketing strategy or a friend who's, you know, a realtor told me about this platform thing, but what exactly is platform? That's, that's the question because it's, it's hard to compare it to a direct PPC, you know, a pay-per-click marketing program where you're just buying leads from Google or buying leads from, you know, insert other, uh, website. It's, it's a lot more complicated and it's it's a lot more interesting of a question than that. So what is platform marketing? That's what we're going to dissect uh, today. So usually like if 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 someone asks me, if I'm on the phone with with an agent who calls us and they ask that question, you know, like, hey, I've seen your price on your website. I've seen a bunch of case studies. I've seen a bunch of testimonials. Clearly, a lot of realtors seem to be really happy with what you're doing, but I still don't really understand like, what is it that you do? Like, is it, do you boost my posts on Facebook? Are you getting leads from Google? Like, what exactly is platform? And usually the first thing I'll say in a phone call like that is that platform is a marketing agency that just happens to specialize in working with realtors. So we're a classic marketing agency that just happens to specialize in working with realtors. And I know that kind of sounds like an official definition. So it's like, well, what exactly does that mean? Because every one of those words is actually important in that definition. A classic marketing agency 
that just happens to specialize in working with realtors. So when and I say I'll add a to you, Tim, really quickly, it is hard for people to wrap their brain, brain around because most realtors that talk with us are used to buying leads and they view that as marketing, but it's super different. And so a lot of agents will ask me like, what's your return on investment with your leads? But the truth is that, you know, we really are like a marketing firm. It's almost like you're hiring a marketing department when you hire a platform, you're not just buying leads. Um, so it's very different from like Zillow, Ilopo, Boomtown in that way. And that's usually hard for people to wrap their mind around. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's that, that actually reminds me of this, of the saying we have around platform is that lead generation is not synonymous with marketing, right? You'll hear us say that a hundred times. If you, uh, hang out with us long enough, lead generation is not synonymous with marketing. Um, obviously lead generation is a part of marketing. You know, any decent marketing plan has lead generation as at least part of what you're doing. But if all you're thinking about is buying leads and I spent X amount of dollars last month, how many leads did I get? And that's the only way that you're measuring your marketing. Marketing is so much more than that. Um, and that really kind of leads us into what is platform because that, that belief has really shaped how we designed the platform marketing strategy for realtors. So when we, when we say that we're a classic marketing agency, what we mean is that think of like 1950s, 1960s ad agencies on like Madison Avenue. So the show like Mad Men, right? Um, a classic traditional ad agency or the ad agencies that, you know, today work with really big brands like, you know, Pepsi or Coke or insert your favorite, your favorite, uh, a consumer brand, right? What they do is they're, they're exclusive to their clients. They have an agency relationship. So in other words, they work with you and not the competition. You know, if the agency working with Coca-Cola was also secretly working with Pepsi, that would be a huge conflict of interest, right? Because the whole point of hiring an ad agency is that they're working for you, not the competition, right? They want to see you take market share and you be the leader in your industry, not the competition. So that's one of the first things that we try to get clear is that when platform works with you, we're exclusive to one agent per market. We're not this, uh, you know, marketing CRM or marketing software company where we want as many people as possible to, to sign up. And that honestly is a description of most marketing programs out there. And I'm saying programs with, with air quotes here, uh, because frankly, most of the competition to platform marketing, you know, so you mentioned Diana, these names like Ylopo and Curator, uh, Boomtown, Sync. I mean, there's obviously a bunch of other companies as well. I would argue that, you know, they might be perfectly fine at what they do. And some people really love, you know, working with Curator or Boomtown, et cetera. But they're not really marketing agencies or frankly, even marketing companies as much as they are software companies. Right. Right. And I will say too, a question we get quite a bit is like, how do you define market exclusivity? Because there are companies out there that will say like, we'll give you one zip code or, uh, you know, a couple blocks. But the truth is that I don't know a single realtor who only works one zip code or a couple blocks. And the truth is that, you know, number one, not only does it feel unethical to work with our clients competition, because if we're saying that the advertising we're going to do, it's going to grow your business. And then we're also growing your competition's business. There's only so many deals to go around. And so uh, it's a conflict of interest, but number two, it allows us to craft ads that work so much better um, because, you know, you've all seen, we've all seen realtors who will do these copy paste ads that it's like posting services. And you're seeing the same irrelevant copy paste generic cookie cutter ad from 
10, 20, 30 realtors in your market. And that just doesn't work. And so when we know that we, we are not going to have our clients audiences seeing the same content from more than one client, we get to get super creative with the type of content that we craft because we know we're only working with one agent per market. So we always define market as uh, where does most of your business take place? And we want to draw a circle around that so that we're not working with you and your competition um, because then the ads perform so much better. You don't have to share the results with your competition that, you know, because we're not running ads for your competition. Yes, exactly. And this should be commonplace in the industry, but it's not, right? Like this, it's frankly just common sense that if you're a marketing agency, if you're a marketing company, and you sign up a platform and we tell you, hey, it's it's now our job to make you the leading, most trusted realtor in your area and kind of make you a celebrity on social media in your community. It should go without saying that, well, of course, we're not also working with your competition um, because that just feels like if if we are secretly, um, you know, it kind of feels unethical, underhanded that, well, you know, if I hired you, isn't that isn't the whole point of marketing to make me famous in my community. And yes, I'm agreeing with you. That is the point of marketing. The whole point of marketing yourself as a local real estate agent is to build a brand for you or that your local community trusts you more than they trust the other realtors. So we've just always felt since we started this company 10 years ago, we've been doing this actually for 10 years, that I can't look you in the eye and tell you that, hey, our job is to grow your business as a realtor and grow your local brand, and then also be working with your competition who might be three miles away or a mile away or a hundred yards away, right? So that's why we're so strict on the market exclusivity. But again, I wanna compare this, uh, not just in a vacuum talking about the way platform does things, I wanna compare this to, to the way that other uh, companies in the industry operate because that kind of gives you some perspective of really how different platform is than other marketing programs out there. So think of, you know, the names that we keep mentioning, uh, you know, uh, Y Lopo, Curator, et cetera. Um, they don't have any exclusivity, right? So you might be, let's say in, uh, um, let's say you're in Waco, Texas, right? Like, so not a massive city. It's not as big as Atlanta or Houston or LA or Chicago or something, but Waco is a decent size town. You know, there's certainly room for multiple real estate agents in Waco to have thriving businesses, right? Uh, but let's say that you're in Waco. Um, there's no limitation to how many agents really uh, a company like Boomtown or Ylopo or Curator is going to take in Waco. They might have 10 agents using Ylopo there or 25 agents using Curator. Um, maybe 50, right? There's really not a limitation because they're not going to say this part out loud, but at the end of the day, they're really a software company, right? They're selling you a website template and, you know, usually it includes some sort of CRM, obviously with IDX that uh, connects to your leads, but really they're, they're selling you a tech stack, um, uh, you know, a marketing software solution. It might be marketing software, but it's not really marketing because unless there's exclusivity, this is the argument I want to make and it's what I want realtors listening to this podcast episode to really, really think about. Unless there's exclusivity involved, whatever you're doing might be interesting, but it's not really marketing unless there's exclusivity because the whole point of marketing by definition is that 
we build a brand for you and that the community trusts you more than they trust other realtors. So if you are using one of these marketing, you know, uh, marketing software services in Waco, Texas, but 14 other agents are too, or 23 other agents are too, that's great. But almost by definition, whatever you're doing isn't creative. If 13 other agents or 17 other agents or 20 other agents are doing the same thing as you. So that's why exclusivity is so important. Right. And something else we've learned over the last 10 years is that the best ads for getting somebody to trust you as a realtor, feel like they know you, like you, and ultimately decide to that they want to work with you, the best ads for that don't look like ads. And so when we know we're only going to work with one agent in, you know, Waco or Wichita Falls, uh, we're able to craft ads like, hey, uh, Wichita Falls, here are my top three favorite locally owned coffee shops. Are you sick of supporting corporate chain businesses? We'll check these out. Um, or, you know, 25 fun facts about Tim Shermack, you know, ads that are so custom and so hyper local and so, so personal to you as a realtor in your market that they don't look like ads. And if somebody saw an ad that specific and that custom for you, and then they saw it for another agent like a week later, it would just be really cheesy and feel like, you know, who's copying who here. Exactly. Um, so our ads are so memorable that people actually read them, remember them uh, because they're so personal. And so it that that paired with the market exclusivity is, is what works so well here. Yeah, we've even had clients, you know, run ads where they are they are Christians and they go to church and they're like, hey, could I run an ad talking about some of the churches in our community, maybe for someone who might be moving here and they haven't found a church home yet. So they'll like write a profile, like a quick paragraph about five churches to check out if you're moving, moving to Waco. Right. And they'll they'll actually write a couple sentences. They might do a quick interview with, you know, someone who goes to that church or the pastor just to so they can share a quote. It's like a really informative post. Like the ad almost looks like an essay that you wrote about, uh, you know, cool churches to check out in in Waco. Right. Well, this is a really good example of what we're talking about when we say that platform comes alongside you and helps you craft really, really creative marketing campaigns, because this is not some copy and paste template cookie cutter like five tips to renovate your kitchen or three three uh three a color palettes that'll be in style in 2024 or the five most valuable bathroom renovation you know like the type of crap that you see agents copying and pasting from their corporate broker like we really connect with you at a one-on-one -on -one kind of like relational level and we figure out what type of content both adds value to your community, like it's actually interesting information, but also is an authentic representation of who you are as an agent. And so obviously if you're listening to this and you're like an atheist and you're like, no, I don't really go to church. I'm not into that. It's like, cool, totally cool. Like we're definitely not going to run that ad for you. Right. But what it, what it also means is that if, if uh, you're the platform um, real estate agent in in Waco. This is just an example. I was kind of leading up to this. Here's the punchline. If you do all the research and we help you write an, an ad about five churches to check out in Waco, you never have to worry about some other agent in or around Waco running that same ad and basically just swiping it and copying and pasting it from you or even anything similar to that because we're only working with you there. Right. We're not working with you and five other agents around Waco. And then we kind of like just mix and match what ads we're doing and hope people don't see see the same content for multiple realtors. No, we only work with you. So 
if if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, doesn't that kind of really like restrict the growth of the platform? It means that you have way, you know, way less clients than these other companies. Like, yes, you're absolutely right. It does. Yeah. Naturally, we are, you know, a small business. We're always going to be a small business because of that, because on average, out of every 10 agents that reaches out to us, we have to turn away about seven to eight. So 70 to 80% of people that reach out to us, we turn them away because we already have an agent we're working with in their market. But the flip side of that is we still have our first agent from 10 years ago. She's still a happy client of ours. Uh, We've got clients that have been with us seven years, eight years, a long time because they don't want to give up their market. Um, Because once they see that it works, who who would want their competition to have a chance to sign up? So naturally, we're always going to be a smaller business. But honestly, that's that's more fun for us. Um, And so usually when people hear about us, it's because our clients have, they're not afraid to rave about us in Facebook groups like, you know, real estate masterminds or lab code agents or call up an agent in a neighboring market. And we've even had clients post about us on their personal page. Most realtors would would feel like they need to hold their tricks and the things that are working close to their chest and not show their cards. But our agents uh, don't have that fear because they know that their competition can and does reach out and we simply turn them away. Yeah, I mean, that's the actual stat too is it's it's pretty close to, I think the actual number when I looked is like, at least recently over the last couple of months, it's like 78% of people. So like almost 80% of people that are reaching out to us, realtors that inquire about platform, we unfortunately have to tell them, no, sorry, you can't sign up. We already are working with a realtor in your, in your market. So it means the platform will always be a smaller company than, you know, curator, Wilopo, obviously Zillow. I mean, Zillow is like a billion dollar, like public company. Um, you know, they're going to take on not just hundreds, but thousands and tens, tens of thousands of realtors, at the time of this recording, just to put that number into perspective, Platform, I think, has 208 clients across the country. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, two, 208. So um, there's obviously a lot more cities in the United States than 208. But if you look at a map, in terms of like the somewhat major cities and mid-sized cities, like many markets are already taken. So yeah. you should honestly feel lucky if your market is available when you inquire, because it is only a matter of time before we probably get a realtor in your market. And as Diana said, <laughs> um, usually once a client signs up, they might be a client for four years, five years, six years, eight years. We still have clients from 10 years ago who signed up that get so much value that they haven't quit, even though they've been a client now for 10 years. So it's a pretty, right. it's a pretty exclusive club because of that policy of only working with uh one client per market but i want to interesting too i will add the next question i usually get when i have to turn away you know seven to eight out of every 10 agents that reaches out next question i get is well is there a company like there like you that you can recommend um and the truth is i don't know of one because when you hire a platform it's like you're hiring a marketing team i don't know another company that gets on a weekly phone call with every single client and gets to know them and is able to craft ads about their top three favorite books that go over you know uh maybe a parenting book that was a game changer for them or a self-help book that gave them the courage to quit their nine to five and do real estate full-time and craft ads that feel like something that person would write 
where our clients, friends and family are actually talking to our clients and they think that, that they're coming up with these ads. So I don't know another company like us that has that hands-on approach. Um, so yeah, we get that question a lot. And the truth is, I don't know another company like us. Um, and it, it is a bummer when people reach out and they really want to work with us and their market's taken. Um, but you know, the flip side of that coin is it's awesome for our client. They never have to yep. worry about yep. people finding out what they're doing, doing it, and then it's not working for them anymore. So they have that safety net that they wouldn't have with other companies like Wilopo, Curator. And again, or, yeah, know, if, you, if you ask that same question, um, you know, if you ask that same question of why Lopo or Curator or Sierra or all these other companies out there, Chime, whatever, like, hey, can you recommend a similar company? Like, who are your competitors? It's like, well, if you if you're talking to someone from Curator, they can easily say, like, oh, our competitors would be like, you know, Chime, Why Lopo, Sierra. There's loads of companies right in that space that more or less do the same thing. It's some sort of combination of pay-per-click advertising paired with a marketing software solution like, you know, an IDX and a CRM, right? That's essentially what all these other companies do. Platform is very, very different than that. We're an advertising agency that just happens to specialize in working with realtors. As we mentioned, we have a couple hundred clients right now across the country. We're market, uh, market exclusive. We only work with one realtor uh, per per market. So now the question is, okay, but specifically on a day-to-day -day basis, what do you do? Right. And that's, uh, it's a, it's a quite simple. It's really a, a two-part answer. First, we generate leads because of course lead generation is part of marketing. But as I mentioned, lead generation is not the same thing as marketing. It's not synonymous with marketing, but step one is we generate leads primarily using social media. Right now, Facebook is the number one way that we're doing lead generation and marketing, uh, for our realtor clients. And that's because Facebook is the best place right now to get high quality leads of the right demographics that we want to attract. Um, the second part of that marketing strategy is retargeting and staying top of mind and converting those leads into actual, you know, appointments and listing appointments and, you know, ultimately closings. Um, so we'll, we'll uh, talk about the retargeting and the part two in a second, but Let's uh let's dive into what the first part of the platform marketing strategy is for a second, which is lead generation, right? And when you say um, the right demographics, really what we know is that the average Facebook user is 30 years old or older. We know eight out of every 10 adults that is 30 or older has a Facebook account, but is also actively checking it. And so that's the that's the platform of choice for people who are more likely to be buy-sell combos. And if we have people that are buyers and sellers, not just first-time home buyers, you know, it's a better ROI. It's like two for the price of one for the leads we yep. are generating. So right now, Facebook is the best place to put ad spend for helping a realtor grow their business. Now, if that ever changes, we're constantly testing other platforms, but but right now it just nothing even compares. Yep. yep. That's really important to point that out because it's a it's a question that we get from almost every phone call we're on if we're talking to an agent who's thinking about hiring platform is, okay, where do you guys advertise and why? And the answer isn't a coincidence that primarily we focus on local Facebook campaigns. It's because the demographics of Facebook are so favorable to realtors, right? Like the average Facebook user is objectively older than the average user of you know Snapchat or the average user of TikTok, right? Facebook skews older and it means Facebook is maybe less cool 
than some of these other new social networks that have popped up over the last couple of years. But all things being equal, if you're going to spend, let's say, $1,000 a month on advertising, all things being equal, would you rather get leads from you know TikTok or Snapchat or Instagram where they're usually going to be under the age of 30? So they might be 23 years old. They might be 28 years old, right? And yeah, there might be some like financially, you know, affluent 28 year olds that got an engineering degree and they already have great income and um, they're going to buy an expensive house. Yeah, totally. There's people in their 20s that buy expensive houses. I was one of those people in my 20s that I bought a pretty decent size price point home in my 20s. But the majority of people are not. Just like statistically, there's no denying the statistical reality that all things being equal, you would rather have a lead who's 47 years old than a lead who's 27 years old. And frankly, you would rather have a lead who's 57 years old than a lead who's 27 years old because Diana, as you mentioned, uh, a lead who's in their 50s is way more likely to already own a house, probably with significant home equity. And so when that lead comes in, if they're 57 years old, we have statistical reason to believe that's probably uh, a buy-sell combo lead. You're going to get a listing out of it and a buy side as the realtor. So it's like a buy one, get one free. You're getting two two transactions for the price of of one lead. And that's that's because you're focusing your marketing on Facebook where the demographic that uses Facebook skews older. So there's a very good reason we focus right. on Facebook ads. And the truth is like we, we want to be good stewards of our clients' budget. So we care more about getting you results than making sure you're on every single platform. TikTok's a big one that's gained a lot of attention in the last couple of years. And a lot of real estate coaches are, you know, saying, get on TikTok, get on TikTok, make reels. Uh, we don't want to just run to the next shiny thing. We've got 10 years worth of split tests on Facebook and 10 years worth of uh, experience 2xing and 3xing and 4xing Realtors GCI from Facebook. And so we don't want to just run to the next shiny thing. When our clients hire us to manage their ad budget, our number one priority is getting them a return on investment. And so that's why we're we're going with what's safest, not necessarily what's most exciting and most fun and most shiny. Because I I know that agents would love to work with a first-time home buyer. If somebody approaches you and you're a realtor, right? And they're a first-time home buyer, you're not going to turn them away. And you are happy, you're happy to have the business. But you're also not going to spend your advertising budget in front of first-time home buyers and intentionally seeking out that clientele when you can take that same budget and get in front of buy-sell combos who already live in more expensive houses and are at an above average price point and aren't as impacted by today's interest rates. Yep. So again, like there's there's a very good reason, a very well thought out reason that we focus on social media marketing, specifically Facebook. Now, we will also sprinkle Instagram ads into the mix as well, because we found that Instagram works really well in a retargeting context. So if someone clicks on a Facebook ad, if that person also has an Instagram account, they'll start seeing your ads pop up on Instagram as well, the way that we set things up with the platform strategy. But in terms of getting that first click, the bulk of the budget is usually spent on Facebook ads just because the demographics are just superior of the average user who's using Facebook. There's a lot of people on Facebook in their 40s and 50s and 60s, which <laughs> it, it means your kids probably won't think you're cool, right? So if you're listening to this and you have kids that are in middle school or high school or whatever, and they're like, Facebook, who uses Facebook, right? It's totally not cool, right? But that's the point. We don't want to be on the social networks 
where you're paying for views and clicks to, you know, kids that are 18 or that are 23 and, you know, are obviously not the demographic you want to be in front of as, uh, as a realtor. So now the question becomes, all right, so you've explained a little bit of the strategy, why you focus on social media and Facebook marketing. Um, but what specifically do you do on Facebook? What do the ads look like? Right? So I uh, mentioned that part one of the strategy, kind of the, like stage one of the marketing is lead generation. So how we generate the leads matters, right? Like what you put in the ads matters. And so right. one thing that we try to talk about is the quality of the leads is usually determined by what you say in the ads. So if you're just offering some generic ebook PDF download of like um, free report of homes for sale that are bargain deals for investors or free list of foreclosed homes that you can get a deal, right? Like I've seen some people do that and they brag about the cost per lead is only 50 cents. You know, um, you spend $10 and get 20 leads. It's like, right, but the leads are absolute trash that are coming in because if how you're generating leads is you're offering a free report of local homes that are, you know, in foreclosure or that are fixer uppers or, you know, um, you're going to get trash leads coming in who want a deal, right? You don't want those leads as a realtor, all things being equal. You'd rather have the traditional, um, you know, Hey, it's a, it's a, it's a married couple that has lived in their home for 18 years and now they're empty nesters. They've built significant equity because they bought back in the, you know, early two thousands or something. They've lived in their home for a long time and now they're getting ready to sell and they're going to, you know, downsize into a smaller, you know, smaller house somewhere. So you're getting again, a listing and a buy side, um, out of that. How do we get those leads? Right? Well, one ad, I'll just give an example here to be clear platform has like dozens and dozens and dozens of ad strategies that we've come up with over the years. So I'm not just saying we have one ad that we use, but just to give you one specific example for the purposes of this podcast episode, you know, if I, if I went through all of them, this podcast episode would be like a hundred hours long um, because we seriously do have dozens and dozens and dozens of ads that we've tested over the years, but we'll just pick one to talk about just to give people um an idea, kind of an example of what some of these Facebook ads might look like that we use to generate the lead. So one of my favorites uh, is what we call the acreage homes report. And this acreage homes report ad, I mean, we've been running this probably for seven or eight years now. It's just like old faithful. It just keeps working. Um, and it really doesn't matter what type of market you're in, whether you're in the country, whether you're in um, a small town somewhere, whether you're in the suburbs, I mean, even in cities, this ad works. If you're like in Houston or in Atlanta somewhere, this ad still works. It's the acreage home support. And what it is, is essentially it's a Facebook ad that would pop up. And let's, uh, let's say you're in Waco, right? I'll uh, keep going with that Waco, Texas example. Um, let's say that you're in Waco. It would say like, attention Waco, I've created a free report of homes for sale here that have at least one acre of land. And this is where you can kind of customize it. If you're in an area where it's like, Hey, it's somewhat more of an urban area. Yeah. No one has an acre. You can say like a half an acre, or you can even say a quarter acre, right? However you would define a big lot in your area or acreage. So the default we usually go with is one acre. If you're looking for a home that has at least one acre, so you have plenty of room for you know, a backyard for, you know, pets to run around or kids to play or a massive garden, you know, whatever. So we'll write this in the ad copy, 
click here. I'll send you a free report, www.wacoacreagehomesreport.com. We will set up that website uh, for you. And it's just people can click and opt in to get a free list of homes sent to them in the Waco area that have at least one acre of land, right? So several things are happening here with the psychology of this ad that makes it so effective. The 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 first is that we're actively repelling the type of leads that we don't want without saying anything rude, right? Because you don't ever want to put in an ad, hey, if you're poor and broke, please don't click this link, right? I don't want to work with poor broke people, right? That would be, you know, offensive and um, would probably ruin your reputation as a realtor and you get a bunch of negative Google reviews and no one wants that, right? But we're also all thinking it. See, it's like, hey, man, I, I hope poor, broke first-time home buyers don't click on my ads. Because especially in a market like this, let's be honest, where it's really hard to buy a house right now with home prices and interest rates where they're at. Like, you don't really want to be spending money on marketing and getting like first-time home buyer leads, right? You want listing leads and people that have home equity already and have savings and they have high incomes, hopefully, that'll actually qualify to, you know, get a mortgage in this market. So, with, with an ad like this acreage homes report, who are we repelling? Well, we're honestly repelling first time home buyers because they just know by reading this ad copy that, oh, well, I probably wouldn't be able to afford any of the homes on that list because it looks like they're homes on acreage and there's no way I can afford that. So without right. saying anything offensive, without saying anything that just, you know, makes you look off putting, like we're actually repelling the people that we don't want to be clicking on this ad. And who are we then attracting? Because that's the obvious next question. Well, if we're repelling some people, who are we attracting? Well, if you're offering a home, uh, a, a list of homes in the Waco, Texas area that have acreage, you're gonna be attracting people that are probably move up buyers. They might have a, you know, they just started to have kids, they have a family, they've maybe lived in a starter home for a while, and they're finally ready, you know, to, hey, you know what, we're gonna, sell this starter home. It's served us well for the last six years or the last four and a half years or whatever. It's finally time to buy our forever home to raise our family in. We want something with a little bit of land where the kids can play football in the backyard or our dogs can run around in a massive fenced yard, whatever. We want something with acreage, right? Just statistically, we know that the demographic that most often buys a home that's on an acre it's it's people in that phase of life. It's very 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 rarely a first time home buyer. Someone right. who's buying a home like that almost always already owns a house and they're looking to move up to a home with acreage. So that's a different way of me saying you're getting listing leads. As these leads come in through the platform marketing campaign, even if we don't ask them, like we're not even necessarily asking a question, by the way, do you own a house and will you be selling, right? Because we don't want this to look like an ad. We don't even have to ask that just by by virtue of what the Facebook ad says in offering um, a free report of homes with acreage. We kind of just know statistically that most of these leads coming in are going to be listing leads because they already own a house if they're interested in information like that. So I guess there's just a lot of psychology and going on in the something, app. Something that I'll add to Tim is a question I get a lot is, you know, number one, is it buyer or seller leads? It truly is a pretty good mix. Um, but number two, a lot of agents will ask, well, do you do any sort of like listing specific ads? Like, you know, find out how much your home is worth. Click here for a free market report of what your home's worth. And the truth is we've tested that over the last 10 years, we've tested a lot of different ads. And this is one of the best ways we've found 
to get you listings and also get you above average price point buyers. So it really is two for the price of one. And Tim, it reminds me of our client, Heather Moots, that's in Hondo, Texas. So Heather's been with us, what has it been, six years or seven years now? Something like yeah, that. something like that. Yep. Um, yeah. And when she started with us, she was a solo agent um, and, you know, Hondo, Texas, small market. I want to say there's like eight, 9,000 people there. Um, and she, one of the, the acreage homes, this was one of the best performing ads for her. And over the years, she's grown her business so much that she's actually hired a team. And one of her agents uh, on her team is named Chelsea. And last year it was Chelsea's job to work all of Heather's platform leads because, uh, Heather's business has, has shifted from being primarily buyers to primarily listings. The acreage homes list being a, a big way that happened because a lot of her is, listings are acreage listings. Um, so Heather, you know, she's building a small team. She had Chelsea work all of the platform leads last year. And Chelsea actually told me that, uh, and she's a newer agent, out of the $5 million in sales she did last year, $2.5 million of that was from working platform leads specifically. Um, but yeah, Heather said one thing that's been awesome about platform is that it has shifted her business from being mostly buyers to mostly listings. Uh, she's got two team members now that have hired platform in neighboring markets. So Heather's team actually has a hold of three markets now in Texas. Uh, and that's been something that's really cool that a lot of our clients mention is obviously like we all know the best way to scale your business as a realtor is to focus on listings and the best way to do a lot in sales and still get to spend time with your kids and be a good parent is primarily be a listings agent. And so the acreage yep. homes report is great because it's helping us funnel that type of clientele into your audience so that we can spend the next six months kind of watering those seeds and retargeting them. And the truth is we will generate leads for you, but for every one or two lead generation ads we have running, we're also running eight to 10 retargeting ads for you because that's really any company can generate leads for you. That's really not what makes us different. That's not the hard part of the equation. Uh, the hard part is everything that happens after we get that person to click on your ad. Yeah. And just, just to, I guess, tie a knot on this conversation about the quality of leads, right? Um, agents are used to asking this question, wh whether they worked with Sync, Zillow, Realtor.com, or in this context, we're talking about platform marketing, right? And everyone loves to brag about the quality of their leads or our leads are better or whatever. Unless you have an actual logical reason, right, of why the leads are better or different, like online leads are online leads. Like it is what it is, right? And that's why I wanted to draw attention to this, that platform isn't just boosting random posts or just offering free information about homes to try to get you as many leads as possible, right? That's not the right approach. We don't want as many leads as possible. We want the right kind of leads. We want quality of leads, not necessarily quantity, right? And that's why we love this particular ad, the acreage homes list, because of the quality of lead that comes in and it's surprisingly simple, right? If you offer things that that your demographic or your price point wants, because as you mentioned, Diana, like people that are looking for a home on acreage are usually in an above average price point for your area, right? So if you're in a home or if uh, you're in a an area where the average home is 300,000, the leads that'll come in from this ad are probably 350, 400 plus leads. They're above average leads for your price point. If you're in an area of the country where the average home is 500, Right, like the leads that come in from an ad like this are probably 500 plus. They're looking at 600 or 700,000 plus, uh, you know, homes because of what we're offering. Other ads that seem to work well that essentially accomplish the same thing using the psychology of the acreage homes report could be like an RV 
homes report where it's a free a free list of homes that have room for RV parking or that have existing RV parking because if you have you know um a 15 foot garage that could fit a motor home or you know a camper in it like more than likely the type of person buying that home who owns a motor home who owns an RV they're probably a fairly wealthy person and that home is going to be um you know a fairly expensive home for the area. So if you run an, you know, if you run a really niche ad targeting people who own RVs cuz they need a home with RV parking, it's the same thing. It has nothing to do with acreage, right? But you you get you you attract the type of leads based on the bait you're using, right? And so if you run an ad that again, RV parking, you're going to attract higher net worth households who, you know, are the type of people who own RVs. That's another one of my favorites. Another right. one is a, a pool homes report, right? For our clients that are in like the Sunbelt, you know, areas of the country that just have higher temps and it's more frequent to have a pool. Um, if you're anywhere in Florida or Arizona or most parts of Texas, right? Uh, if, 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 uh, if a, you live in a home with a pool, it's possible that you're a first time home buyer. There might be some homes in your market where a first time home buyer could afford a home with a pool, but all things being equal, just as it is with acreage, just as it is with RV, RV parking, a home with a pool is usually associated with higher price points in your area, right? So we're just attracting that higher price point lead who's more than likely, statistically, a move up buyer, which means they already have a house to sell. And Tim, one story I'll share about this, and then we can move on to retargeting. But one story actually from today is about a client of ours named Greg Stroud. And he, I think he's in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. It's not an expensive market, pretty average. Uh, he texted us this morning saying one of his platform leads asked him to help them submit an offer on a $1.2 million home, as well as sell their $650,000 home and their $250,000 vacation home. They said they love Greg and his values and how his marketing comes off so authentic. So it's not just that we generated this lead that's above average price point buy sell combo. It'll end up being three transactions that equal about 2 million in a really average market. But because of his retargeting, they feel like Greg is really authentic and trustworthy. And by the time they picked up the phone and called Greg, they did so because they already made the decision that they trust him. They like his values. They relate to him and they want to work with him. And so his retargeting, it did a lot of the heavy lifting of converting this quality lead for him. So that by the time he picked up the phone, they'd already made that decision for the most part. Yep. Yep. So the quality of the lead matters but ultimately honestly what probably matters even more uh what probably matters even more is part two of this process which is retargeting how do you stay top of mind with all of these clicks and all of these leads because if they click on an ad in january they might not actually be ready to buy or sell a house until May or June or July or August or maybe even September. They might be they nine months away. probably won't be. The, actually, the average sales cycle is about six months. And so we know that people clicking on ads today, their average the average amount of time it's going to take them to do research and be ready to make a transaction is about six months. And so it's very rare that you're getting a lead that's clicking on your ad and then is under contract in 30 days. The sales cycle is about six months. And so that's why if we were just running lead generation ads, you're basically hoping that you can stay top of mind and they'll remember you over the course of six months and choose to use you. Uh, or your hope, we're hoping that you're super good at follow-up and you'll call them every week for six months. Uh, so if you're just putting your whole budget into lead generation ads and you're not retargeting the people that are clicking on those ads, 
that's a, a really dangerous game to play because it, six months is plenty of time for someone to completely forget that they clicked on your list of homes one time. Exactly. I mean, frankly, let's just say that someone's listening to this podcast episode because they heard about platform. If if we didn't have retargeting ad setup, which we obviously do, um, if if a friend told you about platform and then you just never heard a platform again and it never popped up in your newsfeed, would you still remember us six months later? Probably not, right? Like you have to stay top of mind um, with people who click and engage with your brand online. Like you are not going to convert leads the very first time they click your ad. They're not going to click your ad and immediately drop everything that's going on in their life and schedule an appointment with you. Like you are pretty far down the priority list as a realtor when you're comparing their desire to meet with you to like going to their kids' school games, going to church on Sunday, going grocery shopping, um, watching their favorite sports team on Monday Night Football, uh, all the things they have going on in their life. Scheduling a consult with a realtor probably doesn't even crack the top 10, right? They actually don't want to do that. So if you are assuming in your marketing that, hey, my marketing's so good that the first time they see me in an ad, they'll click and schedule an appointment, like that's not going to happen, right? Like you have to have a follow-up strategy that keeps you top of mind, not just for a week after that first click or even a month, but like six months and uh, and beyond. But uh, uh, you know what, Diana? I realize there's one more thing I want to talk about in terms of lead generation before we totally get into retargeting here. And I want to loop loop this conversation back into what we said at the very beginning about only working with one realtor per market because this isn't some random uh, feature or benefit of platform. Like, hey, it's just one of the bullet points of what we do is that we work with one one person per market. It really like affects our entire business model, our entire strategy. Everything we do at Platform Marketing is in one way or another uh, related to this decision we made 10 years ago that we are only going to work with one realtor per market. So how uh, how that affects the actual ad strategy is that, yes, it means we can get way more creative with the ads, but it also means we can get way more niche with the ads. Like we can target really specific niches of people because if we know we're only working with one realtor in the Waco area, right? Let's just do some basic math. Like I have no idea how many people live in Waco. I don't know if it's half a million or if it's 50,000. Like I honestly have no idea, but I'm just going to pick a hundred thousand because that's a nice round number for the purposes of this example. So let's just hypothetically imagine that a hundred thousand people live there, right? Uh, usually, 50,000 of that population are kids. So any any normal town in the US, half the population are under the age of of 18. So that leaves us 50,000 people, right? Well, probably half of the remaining adults are renters or are not really in a financial position to where they can buy a house. So that leaves us with a quarter of the population, right? Well, of that remaining quarter that is uh, you know, able to buy a house, wants to buy a house, has the finances, to buy a house, only a fraction of that left is like an above average price point that already owns a house and wants to upgrade to a newer house. So all of a sudden you can start with a pretty large number and the the target demographic of who we are targeting with the ads, which is move up buyers, right? That's what I want people to remember is that platform is not looking to just get you any lead. We specifically want move up buyers. That's who the platform strategy is really targeting is move up buyers, right? 
um, even a larger city can all of a sudden, like the number of move up buyers at any given time is actually a fairly uh, small percentage of people. So you might look at a larger city, whether it's, you know, Waco, Austin, Texas, San Antonio, uh, Wichita, Kansas. I live in Naples, Florida, um, Tucson, Arizona, whatever. And you might think, well, there's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people here, right? Um, well, yeah, that may be true, but the percentage of the population at any given time that's wanting to buy a house and already owns a house and is an above average price point, all of a sudden that's a very like fine, like specific niche group of people. And that's why when platform has these ads that we've tested over the years, whether it's our variation, our spin on a pool homes report, an RV parking list, the acreage homes report, and the, you know the dozens and dozens of other ads we've tested, if there were another agent in your town copying this and they're copying, like trying to run this acreage ad we talked about, or the RV parking, it'll stop working really quickly because it'll fatigue. Like if people see that same ad over and over and over again, it'll it'll stop working. So that's why we protect the integrity of our clients' uh, markets and the uh, territories of only working with one client per area because when the ads are so specific and so niche like this, you can't have... 10 agents in the same area running an acreage home support. You can't have 10 agents in the same area running an RV parking, you know, an RV parking homes list of homes that have RV parking because it's so niche that like there's just not enough people who fit that. But if if you're the only agent in an area running ads like this, it's a pretty cool competitive advantage to have because you know that you are dominating all of these uh all of these niches. So I just want to loop that point back into the fact that platform only works with one realtor per market, because as you said, it affects the creativity and what type of ads that, uh, that we can run. Like if, if, if we were a marketing company that didn't have exclusivity and that was willing to work with an unlimited amount of agents, like, Hey, as long as you've got a credit card, we'll work with an unlimited number of people in Charleston, South Carolina or Waco, Texas or wherever. Right. Just right off the bat, by definition, the ads that we write have to be pretty generic. They have to be template. They have to be copy and paste because if we know that, well, this ad has to work for the 22 clients we have in the Charleston, South Carolina area, we can't really do anything interesting or specific or focused on a niche if we know that 22 agents in the same area are going to be running the same ad. It kind of has to be boring and generic because we know that all the people, all the same people are going to be running the same ad. So there's very specific, like tactical reasons that we have, uh, that we have this policy. So I just wanted to hammer down that point that, um, it's, it's very, it's very much related to the performance of the marketing itself. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's important to mention. Um, but yeah, so the retargeting is really, I want to get into that. That's really what makes platform different. Cause a question I get a lot is, so how are you different from, you yep. know, Zillow, Ilopo, Boomtown? Uh, if all you want is leads, yeah, go buy Zillow leads. Uh, you'll get leads with platform, but honestly, most of your business is going to come from what we call uh, fuzzy ROI. And that's somebody just picking up the phone 
calling you and saying, hey, I'm ready to buy or, hey, I'm ready to sell. And unless you ask them, you may not even know that they found you on Facebook. They're in your retargeting audience. We actually had a client. Uh, we have a client named Autumn Nottingham. She's in a small town, Texarkana. And she told us pretty quickly after starting that it was actually her words were, it's actually creepy how well this is working. I'm getting calls from people who are talking to me like they know me and I have no idea who they are. Like it's our first conversation. And so the first step is get the right people into your retargeting audience. And that's what we're doing with our lead generation ads. The second step is retarget them for six plus months uh, so that when they're ready to go, they decide to reach out to you. Yep. And actually, Tim, one of my favorite stories of this is a client of ours named Stacy Springer. She's in Columbia, Tennessee, yep. Uh, yep. pretty average price point. Um, and she picked up a $3.4 million listing recently. She got a call from somebody saying they wanted to list. And when she asked him, you know, who referred him to her, he said, no one, it's just because I've seen your videos on Facebook. So had she not even, had she not asked and just went about with that awesome listing that's way above average price point, had she not even asked like, Hey, who can I thank for the referral? Or how'd you find me? She wouldn't right. have known that's a platform seller. So we're talking about retargeting here. So probably the first thing that I'll address is some people may know what retargeting is, but a lot of people listening to this don't. Right. Um, you've probably heard of it. You've heard people talk about retargeting. You maybe sort of know what it is, but you really don't know specifically, maybe from a technical perspective, what is retargeting, right? Well, very, very, very simply put, retargeting is what happens when we install pixel tracking on your ads, which means that anyone who views or clicks your ads, we're tracking who uh, who clicks your ads or views views your videos. And so, um, the the uh, average lead generation ad will probably convert twenty percent of people who click on it will actually opt in and give us their uh, their actual contact information. So, if we're running this acreage. Ad and you're a realtor in Waco. We have like www.wacoacreagehomesupport.com just to keep using that example. Uh, we might get a hundred clicks on that ad um, in a day, let's say. A hundred people click on that. Well, out of that hundred, 20 people might actually give us their contact information, which means you got their you know name, email, and phone number of these people who want this Waco acreage home support. So out of 100, 20 become actual leads, right? But that also means 80 people were interested enough to click on it. But at the last second, they chickened out, they bailed, they X'd out. They're like, oh, no, I don't want to give this random realtor that I don't know. I don't want to give them my contact information. I didn't realize I had to give them my you know, name, email, phone number. And so they X out, but they they were interested enough to click on the ad, right? So even if they didn't actually register and they didn't give us their contact information, they still clicked on the ad. What retargeting allows us to do is we're secretly tracking everyone who clicks on the ad, even if they don't give us their contact info. So we're, uh, we're, we're able to keep showing ads to those specific people for 180 days after they click on the ad. So if you do the math, 180 days is about six months, 180 divided by 30 days in a month is about six months. So if someone sees your ad, in January and they click on your acreage homes report ad in January, they will keep seeing your ads pop up in their newsfeed across both Facebook and Instagram for 180 days after that. So in other words, until like mid June, they will keep seeing your retargeting ads pop up again in their newsfeed on Facebook and Instagram. So it becomes impossible to forget about you because we're not putting all of our eggs in one basket. We're not just 
assuming that, oh, when they click on my ad, all of them will register and all of them will schedule an appointment with, you know, with me the very first time they see my ad. Like, no, obviously that's not, that's not going to happen. You have to stay top of mind for a very long time before people typically trust you enough to where they're willing to give you a call and actually sit down for coffee or come into your office. Um, and, and Tim, what I love too, is that if somebody's in your retargeting audience, that's a six month timeline, which we picked because we know that's the average sales cycle. If someone's in your audience and say five months in, they click on another ad or they watch, you know, most of your, a listing video tour you do, uh, those above average view time people are also going to be put in your audience, uh, or they comment on a post. So if somebody engages again, partway into that six month timeline, what happens is it restarts that timeline because yep. although that's yep. the average sales cycle, there are absolutely people who will do, do research for a year in advance or two years. And we want to make sure that that whole time we're keeping our realtors in front of those people so that they don't forget about you. And one yep. cool example, Veronica Bradley, our client in San Marcos, Texas, uh, she sent us a screenshot. It was back in January of this year. So it's been several months, but she sent us a screenshot of a text she got from a random phone number. And it was a person she'd never spoken to. And they said, Hey, Veronica, we are ready to buy a house. Uh, here's what we're looking for. We'd love to work with you. When can we chat? So she did some digging, obviously wanted to know how they found their number, found her number. And they, she actually found that they opted into a platform lead generation campaign four years prior and didn't reply at that time for whatever reason, maybe they weren't ready, didn't have a job, had to save up the down payment, whatever it is. Yep. They opted in four years ago and had Veronica just been running lead generation and not, had they not been in her audience, they absolutely would have forgotten about her. Um, and there's no way like you could stay in, in touch with somebody for four years manually, but that's just not scalable. That's uh, super time consuming. Yeah. And so there's it's 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 basically a guarantee that if you're thinking you'll just manually remember to stay in touch with someone for four years in a row, like those leads are going to slip through the cracks. Yeah, you won't. You won't. Absolutely. And so anyways, she ended up working with them. They found her four years prior. And at some point after seeing her almost every day for four years, whether it was a subconscious decision or whether they consciously decided it, Veronica became their realtor. And when they were ready to go, they reached out to her. So our goal is to reach people, get in front of people way before, months before they ever have the chance to become a Zillow lead or a realtor.com lead uh, or those low hanging fruit leads. We want to get in front of them when it first starts and over that time frame, build their trust with you and make them decide when we're ready to go, Veronica is our realtor, or, you know, whoever is our realtor. Uh, so that they just pick up the phone and call you. And honestly, that's so much more fun. It's it's way more fun to scale your business with warm inbound leads calling you and texting you than to have to constantly chase leads who don't have yep. any loyalty to you or don't necessarily trust you or necessarily want to work with you. This is this is one of the coolest parts of retargeting, and it's why it's such a focus of the platform strategy, is that when when a majority of your ads are retargeting, so I'll just uh say like from a uh from a mathematical perspective, most of our clients at any given time might have like 10 ads running and only one or two of those ads are lead generation, usually eight out of the 10, or if they're running eight ads, probably seven out of the eight ad campaigns are retargeting ads. So at any given time, almost all of our clients' ads that are running are actually not lead generation ads. They are retargeting ads. And so because of that, yes, you're generating leads. Yes, you're obviously getting new leads coming in every day from an ad like that acreage homes report or whatever, right? Maybe it's a new listing ad that we're using to generate leads. So yes, you have fresh leads coming in 
every day. But by far the most important part of this strategy, part of the platform strategy, is the retargeting. And we don't want people just seeing the same ads over again because if you just if you clicked on one of Diana's ads and then you just saw the same retargeting ad every day for the next six months in a row, that'd be annoying, right? Like you don't want to see the same ad over and over again. So that's why as part of platform, when you sign up, uh, we are we are constantly reshuffling your ad stack and adding new retargeting ads to the mix, turning off old ones. We're monitoring how many clicks they're getting. And once they start um, to sizzle out, you know, we add new ones. And so usually our goal is adding two new retargeting ads every week. So every month, that means there's eight new retargeting ads by the next month that you weren't running the previous month. So essentially that stack of retargeting ads that someone's seeing is almost completely refreshing approximately every 30 days. So if someone clicked on your ad in January, the ads they see in January are almost entirely different than all the retargeting ads they're seeing from you in February, which are almost entirely different than all the retargeting ads they're seeing from you in March and so on and so forth. So they're constantly seeing new ads from you. Like guys, this is our secret sauce. This is honestly what makes platform so different from any other marketing program out there. It's not that we have the greatest lead generation because like leads are leads, right? And it's not even that we have retargeting set up because like other companies can technically do retargeting. It's not something platform invented, right? Uh, other companies can do retargeting too, but it's how we set up the retargeting that at any given time, we might have seven or eight or nine retargeting ads going and we're constantly adding new retargeting ads to the mix so right. that you're just and, constantly top of mind with people that, that have clicked on your ads. Yeah, and that stack of ads, you know, if people were seeing the same ad over and over for six months, that gets really annoying. But also if they're seeing what what I like to call like a business card ad where it's just like your real estate headshot and your name and number and it says number one realtor in the world or whatever, that doesn't work. Like everybody's running that. And so not only is the frequency important because uh, you're not going to build a ton of like brand loyalty and brand trust with somebody after one really cool piece of content. It takes frequency. Yep. It takes a ton yep. of pieces of content and it takes months. Uh, so not only is that frequency important, but also the type of content we're showing them is really important. And we actually had a client, I don't remember which one it was, but we had a client tell us they met with a platform lead for the first time for coffee. So they'd never spoken before other than setting up the appointment. And that lead uh, was talking to them like they were old friends and, and said, hey, I think that you know we became friends on Facebook. How are your kids doing? How's the family? Uh, they're not friends on Facebook. That lead is just in our client's retargeting audience. That was their first time meeting. And so the type of content we're yep. showing is just as important as the frequency. We're not doing any, you know, copy paste business card billboard ads, but it's personal stuff that really just makes people psychologically start to think of you as a friend and people want to work with their friends. Yeah. What, what makes a good retargeting ad, right? Like our rule when we come up with ads, again, if you hang around with us enough, you'll hear us say this a thousand times is that the best ads don't look like ads, right? Like if, if, if uh, we know that because you clicked on an acreage homes report that, that we're now going to be popping up in your newsfeed for the next six months in a row where you're seeing our ads every day, it'd be really annoying if those ads were super salesy and they were just talking about, hey, I'm the best realtor. I'm the top producing realtor. Here's the awards I've won. Here was my volume last year. Like it's it's important to remind people that, yeah, you're a successful realtor and you do a good job, but 80 or even 90 percent of the ads honestly shouldn't be about real estate. It should be about you highlighting your community, highlighting your favorite 
local coffee shops, your favorite spot to grab a slice of pizza in town, your favorite spot to grab a milkshake and a cheeseburger, um, or I mentioned your, you know, your your favorite church that you go to in your community, your uh, your uh, favorite books. That's one of my favorite retargeting ads. We'll just ask you to like pick three of your favorite books. One of them might be a novel. One of them might be a business book. One of them might be a self help book. You know, whatever. And you just take a picture of you with your three favorite books. And then you write a quick little sentence or two about why you like each of the books. So it pops up in people's newsfeed and it says, hey, here's my three favorite books. Has anyone else read these books? If so, do you have any uh, recommendations of similar books? You know, and people love to comment on a post like that because they feel like at some sort of subconscious level they're getting to know you. And I guess the point I'm making is that whether you with with a retargeting ad are highlighting your favorite spot to order pizza in town, your favorite books, um, your, uh, you know, your, um, or maybe it's just a family memory. That's also one of our favorite kind of like retargeting ad strategies is type a paragraph about a family memory. If you went out to eat together or you went to the local high school football game on Friday night and you took a selfie picture with you and your family there and you just say, Hey, I love going out and supporting, you know, like whatever your high school team is called. And like, it has nothing to do with real estate, right? What all these ads have in common, what makes them so effective is they're retargeting ads that don't look like ads. So over time, if stuff like this is popping up in people's news feeds just constantly, they can't help but kind of feel like they're getting to know you as a person and they almost feel like they're friends. You know, we call it like a parasocial relationship because you've only ever like met each other online in the sense that you obviously haven't met in uh, in a real life. But if, if we're sharing enough details about what are your favorite books, what are your favorite TV shows, what are some fun facts about you? Um, you know, if you're a huge, like we, uh, we uh, did this post for someone who is a huge, a huge, a Texas A&M fan. And like, we wrote an ad about like, what are some of the most historic, most important, uh, memorable, Texas A&M football games. It was a photo of him, you know, wearing a Texas A&M, uh, you know, Jersey going to, uh, going to a game in college station. And like that ad had nothing to do with the fact that he was a realtor. It didn't end with PS. If you're thinking about buying or selling a house, you know, contact me, right? There's no tie in to real estate at all because that's, that's intentional. We want these ads not to look or feel like ads so that when we do sprinkle one in, that has you know a little bit of a call to action that says, by the way, I'm a realtor. Here's my cell phone number. If you're thinking about buying or selling, here's how to get a hold of me. That by that time, at some point over those six months, that if, if they're going to see 180 ads from you in those six months because every day something new is popping up, that they're like, oh, that's right. Yeah, I really like that guy. Or I really like her. She seems really, really cool. When I'm ready to go, that's the realtor that I want to work with, right? Tim, so one retargeting ad too that I love that I'll throw in because we it's performed so well. Uh, it's called Time with Kids. We might have you, if you have kids, if you're a realtor that has kids, whether they're in school, whether they're grown, we might have you send us a family picture. And we have an ad that we wrote that says, I read a statistic recently that by the time your kids turn 18 and graduate high school and move out, you've already spent 93% of the time with them that you will ever get to. Uh, knowing this has made me cherish every moment, even mundane uh, things like cooking dinner for my kids. It's made me cherish every moment more. Or if your kids have graduated sure. and moved out, we change this to say, 
knowing I'm in the final 7% of my time with my boys or my kids uh, is bittersweet. It obviously is sad, but I'm also so happy to get to see them create their own life. And I cherish every single moment with them more. And we're not mentioning real, real estate there because that just feels tacky. But what's happening is all the other moms in your audience or all the other dads in your audience are seeing, oh, you know, Karen Hall's a mom. I'm a mom too. And psychologically, they start to just know you and understand you more. And after enough of that, they feel like they're friends with you and that they feel like yep. you're approachable and they can reach out to you or or say hi if they see you out in public, which happens really often for our clients where they're approached in public by people who are like, hey, how's your week going? Talking like they're friends. And our clients are like, you talking to me? Like, yeah. I don't know yep. you. Who are you? So that's what we want to accomplish is good marketing should it should do the heavy lifting of building trust and, and winning business for you. So you don't have to start at ground zero when people are ready to go and ready to start the conversation. And really, Diana, what you're saying there without saying it just leads me perfectly into this point is that good marketing, creative retargeting ads, these 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 platform ads that don't look like ads, it gets leads to call you rather than you having to call the leads. So it kind of it kind of shifts um, shifts the normal order of marketing where when most realtors think of marketing and lead generation, they think, oh, I get leads and I have to follow up with the leads. And, you know, of course we tell people when leads come in, if they email you, duh, email them back. Or if they text you or call you, of course, return their call, call them back. Like warm leads are warm leads and you want to follow up with people. But the majority of leads that opt in, like they're not necessarily – um, gung-ho to like schedule a consultation, schedule a listing appointment right away, right? They were interested enough to click on the ad and opt in, but they're not necessarily going to reply to all your email and text follow-up, right? Right. But the cool thing about retargeting ads is that over time we can change that. If they feel like at this like subconscious level, after seeing all these ads, that they're actually getting to know you and who you are and what sports teams you root for or what you're favorite restaurant in town is or some of your hobbies or books that you're reading or whatever, like whatever you're passionate about, they actually feel like they're kind of like getting to know you at a personal level. The, the end result of all this, and I think one of the most cool things that, you know, would, would, would allow me to answer the question, how specifically is platform different from other marketing programs? It's that the end result of doing marketing in this different way is that it gets people to call you versus right. you having to call leads. So if someone's been seeing your ads month after month, right, uh, usually what happens is at some point, whether it's in the third month or the fourth month or the sixth month or the seventh month, whatever, at some point they're like, you know what, I'm actually finally ready to sell my house because maybe they were waiting on, you know, maybe they're wife, let's say, was a school teacher, their husband was a school teacher, and they were waiting until the end of the school year in May, and then they were going to sell and move. And so what that means, in other words, is like nothing you could have done from a sales perspective or an objection handling perspective, whatever, nothing you could have done would have made them move any faster because they had actual life reasons that they had to stay put in their house through the, you know, through the end of May, right? What, what most agents do with their marketing is in a situation like that, uh, if they can't schedule an appointment, a, you know, a listing appointment, a consult where you meet them for coffee or whatever in January, February or March, they basically just give up on that lead because they're like, oh, they're not serious. Right. When in reality, most people actually have logical reasons for their timeline and there's nothing you can do to change that. So really, the purpose of marketing is just staying top of mind long enough 
to that when they're actually ready to go, you are the first call they make, that they think of you, right? So if they've been seeing your ads, eventually what happens is if they clicked on your ad in January, probably in March or April or May, they're, they're going to reach out to you. They will message you. They will call you, not the other way around. And that's what's so cool is that if your marketing is set up this way with the platform strategy, it buys back some of your time because you don't have to spend so much time following up with people and trying to set appointments so aggressively because if the marketing is set up in this way, the warmest leads will actually reach out to you, not the other way around. And that changes everything in your career when your marketing is set up in such a way that leads reach out to you. Yep, Tim, something I'll add to, these personal moment ads, the small business highlights, those are really important. Obviously, we want people to feel like they know, like, and trust you. Something else we want to do is build your credibility with people who have no idea if you're a right. part-time realtor right. who sells two or three homes a year or a full-time agent that's been doing it for 20 or 30 years and helps 50, 60 families per year. So one of my favorite ads that does this is a listing video tour. Now, lots of agents have filmed listing video tours, but we want to have these in your retargeting mix uh, and we want to do it the right way. So you can't just film a video, post it on Facebook and hope that people see it. Uh, you, you basically have to pay for your reach on Facebook. And so, but what's so cool is when we can have people regularly seeing videos of you looking busy, it creates that social proof of, oh, that person must know what they're doing. They're always in houses. They must be the expert in the area. I'm going to reach out to them. And so when we can get listing video tours uh, that have 10, 20, 30,000 views, that tells other sellers that person is a genius marketer. They know what they're doing uh, and they're the expert. Yep. And actually a really cool example of this recently, our client named Michelle Clemens, uh, she's in Joplin, um, which is actually my hometown. It's a small area. Average price point is like 220,000. Uh, so it's a, it's a more rural area, super affordable. Uh, but Michelle's been with us about six months now. And she told me that, uh, she, she had like one of her highest price point deals ever at 537,000. And the way that those buyers found Michelle and they're under contract, the way they found Michelle is their mom saw Michelle's very first listing video tour ad that platform ran for her six months ago. Uh, and Michelle didn't know their mom, but their mom found Michelle's listing video tour, watched it was put in Michelle. Michelle's retargeting audience since she watched at least 10 seconds of it was seeing Michelle every day and then told her kids who were moving from Washington, hey, when you move here, you've got to call Michelle. She's the expert in the area. This lady did not know Michelle, but when she saw that video tour and saw ads yep. that make Michelle look busy, show that Michelle's an expert that's been doing this for over 20 years and knows the area really well. She was confident enough to recommend her kids use Michelle, which is really powerful. Like to recommend your own family to somebody you've never met means that what you're doing is, is building credibility and trust and, oh, she must be the true expert in the area. And so now they're under contract at more than double what the average price point is uh, in that market. And actually Michelle's added like eight to 10 deals in her, uh, to her pipeline. I keep track of them cause I work with her personally and she's got eight to 10 extra deals since starting directly from platform. And I would say more than 50% have been from people like that, just calling and saying, Hey, I see you all over my Facebook or, Hey, I heard you're the expert in the area. Here's what we're wanting to do. Let's chat. Now, Michelle also does an awesome job of calling her leads when they first opt in. Um, now, 
that's important. I don't want to I don't want to make it sound like you shouldn't call your leads because we know statistically 68% of people work with the first realtor they talk to. Right. But, right. you know, call them once, call them twice, try and then trust that your retargeting is doing the rest of the work. So we don't recommend, you know, calling leads once a week for 6 months. That's not sustainable. Um but yeah, so that's a, just a cool testament to how listing video tours and ads that make you look busy and make you look like an expert realtor that sells a lot of homes yep. per year. Yep. are important to sprinkle in, even if you're not busy. It's the classic fake it till you make it. If you don't have any listings, go borrow listing video tours. Uh, we're going to make you look busy and kind of fake it till you make it. That's a big part of it. Like imagine to having the peace of mind of knowing that even when you get busy, you know, if you're getting hundreds of people a month that are clicking, clicking on your ads, I'd say the, the average platform client probably gets f somewhere between 600 to 1,000 people a month are clicking on your ads. So in other words, 600 to 1,000 people every month are being added to your retargeting list, which means they will keep seeing your ads next month and the month after that. And then by the way, next month, another six to 900 people click on your ads. So they it kind of like the snowball rolls, right? Like it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Imagine just the peace of mind of knowing that you don't have to personally follow up with 600 or 900 new people every month, but the retargeting ads are going to automatically run and keep you top of mind with all those people without you having to manually do anything, right? Like that's what makes platform so unique is that it gives you that peace of mind of knowing you can just focus on being a realtor, going out and like going on listing appointments, you know, uh, you know, uh, on behalf of your clients, like negotiating deals, whether you attend closings or attend the photography sessions or home inspections, you know, like you can focus on being a realtor because your marketing is running 24 seven behind the scenes with all these various ad structures that we have, both generating the leads and essentially converting them for you. So one final last thing I wanna talk about before we get into like the specifics of like the price of platform and what it costs and all that stuff is, the 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 uh, weekly rhythm of the weekly phone call we have with our clients because one thing that makes this all work and, and also is honestly just an example of how different platform is from other companies is that we have a weekly phone call because these ads are not just copy and paste like if we haven't made that clear yet i want to make that clear that like when when someone signs up for platform we're not just using copy and paste template ads like we really customize everything we do to work with you know you like in your specific market. So the ads that you run, even if you're somewhere in a similar part of the country, right? Like if if you're a realtor in Florida and you're in Tampa versus a realtor in Sarasota, Tampa, Sarasota, you know, whatever, 45 minutes away. So they're pretty close and they're culturally pretty similar. The same homes, you know, in Tampa look like homes in Sarasota, but you're gonna run different ads from the agent in Sarasota because you're a different person, right? You have different... Uh, hobbies and interests and your restaurants you like going to are different. Like your ads will be different. And so how we do that is you're assigned a personal marketing account manager at platform who's essentially your marketing marketing manager, right? And you talk to them on the phone every week. And when I say that you have a personal phone call platform every week, I mean, it's a personal phone call platform. It's not a group coaching Zoom webinar where it's you and a hundred other agents, right? I'm talking like a one-on-one -on -one phone call. And if it's every week, that means assuming that we take a couple weeks off a year for like vacation and Christmas, right? Like that's 50 weeks a year. 
It means that you are talking one-on-one -on -one to your platform marketing coach 50 times a year, every week. Usually those phone calls are anywhere between 15 to 20 minutes long, sometimes a little bit longer, but usually they're around 15, 20 minutes. And what's happening on that uh, phone call every week with you is we're giving you marketing homework. That's what we call it, marketing homework. And your calls at the same time every week. So we just pick a recurring time, whether it's Mondays at 10.30 you know, a.m., Tuesdays at 1 p.m., Thursdays at four o'clock, whatever. We just pick a time that we know is gonna work for you every week. And that's the, you know, we call you at the same time, um, at the same time every week. And we give you your marketing homework. We say, hey, this week, here's the new ad we want you to do. Or this week, here's the new video clip that we need you to send to us. Because by the way, part of platform is any video that we do, we're going to edit all of your videos for you too. So it's a full-blown, like, it's like having a a personal marketing department, as Diana put it. So right. We uh, essentially want to take everything off your plate that we can when it comes to having a really strong uh, marketing campaign strategy. And the truth is, yeah, you could spend a lot of time and a lot of money and a, you know, a lot of resources learning this and doing it and managing it yourself, but you might be in the wrong seat in your business if that's what you're spending your time on. So we do, we edit all your videos unlimited. When we give you your marketing homework, as Tim said, it's based on what we know is already working. So we're not ever experimenting with your ads budget or reinventing the wheel yep. and saying, hmm, I wonder if this will work. Let's try it, you know, with your money. Our, our first and foremost goal is to make sure your return on investment is here. And so when we say, hey, this week, I want you to send me this picture or this video footage and we'll edit it so that it performs well. Um, we're not doing that based off of a hunch that it's going to work because we want to try it. We're doing it because it's already worked in markets like yours and states like yours, maybe even in your same state. Like we already know that it's going to work. Yeah. And that's again, that's that's because platform has been doing this now for you know, literally 10 years. By the time you listen to it, it might actually, we might have uh, had our 11th birthday as a company. So over time, we've kind of built up what I call like a greatest hits catalog. If we've tested, we've spent not even hundreds of thousands, we've spent millions of dollars on these ads. Like we already know the ads that work. So it's our job to just customize it for you and make sure that the ad reflects you and your beliefs, your attitudes, your hobbies, and interests and your community too, but like the core ads, the ideas themselves, we already know what ads work really, really well to get these higher quality uh, listing leads, as well as what ads work to help convert those leads over time with, with our retargeting ads. How we make sure that we're constantly customizing these ads to you is by having that weekly commitment of a weekly phone call with your marketing account manager. Like, there is no other marketing company you are ever going to talk to that works with realtors that is gonna have a weekly marketing coaching phone call with you going over new ads that you're doing. Like they, you know, other other companies, again, because they're really marketing software companies more than they are marketing agencies, they might have a phone call support line that's linked to like a call help desk in India or something if you have like tech support issues, right? But they definitely aren't assigning a marketing professional to work with you that proactively calls you every week just to give you new marketing ideas for new ad campaigns. That's part of platform too, is it really comes with a full-time marketing coach devoted to you. Um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and answer one of the questions I know people are thinking as they're hearing me say this, and that's like, okay, that's interesting, but are these marketing coaches like, actually marketing professionals how many clients are they working with and 
that's a that's a really great question because I get that almost every time. And the answer is yes, these are marketing pros. These are not people that were paying $16 an hour that we previously were working at a gas station or something, right? Like these are seasoned marketing pros managing your accounts. They only work with typically about 20 accounts at a time because they're doing weekly phone calls with all these realtors, right? So you are one of 20 realtors that they're working with. So it's not like they're assigned a hundred accounts and they're like forgetting your name and have no idea who you are. Like they only work with 20, 20 people and they're talking to those same 20 people every week. So they actually get to know you really well, like your family, your husband, your wife, what, again, what hobbies you have, they'll be able to help you brainstorm, uh, you know, the, the, the best possible creative ads for you and your market. And precisely because they're working with 19 other realtors besides you, they have a really good perspective on what ads are working right now. As Diana said, we're not just like guessing or hoping when we launch ads for you, oh, I hope this works, we've never tried it before. It's like, no, we've probably run that similar ad for the last five years or the last 10 years and hundreds of different realtors have run a variation of this ad. We already know that the core idea of that ad works. It's our job to customize it for you and make it personally relevant uh, to you. So kind of like a cool bonus of the platform marketing program is you get a dedicated marketing coach that'll have 50 different coaching conversations with you every year. And we don't, we don't charge extra for that. It's just included with, uh, included with the platform marketing program. And one thing I'll add to a question I get a lot is this all sounds great, but am I going to have to film like a video a day? Is this going to be super time consuming to implement? So no, typically it's only going to take about an hour at the most to send us the photos or videos we ask for each week. So we really try and make it, you know, doable and possible and realistic because we know that if you're a busy agent, you're not going to have time to film three, five videos per week uh, or anything crazy like that. So yep. often the retargeting ads we do will be photo ads. We will ask for videos, but when we ask for videos, um, we provide scripts, we provide creative ways to start that video tour so that people watching actually pay attention and, and finish watching. So we'll say things like, don't give us a 30 second intro outside of the house because you're going to lose all your viewers by the time you even get inside of the house. And instead, start the video by pulling a batch of cookies out of the oven or riding up on your bike or a golf cart. So we'll give you creative ways to film those videos so that they perform well. And then we'll edit them so that they perform well. And then we'll launch the ad so that all this work you put into this awesome video uh, is seen by enough people, 10, 20, 30,000 views a lot of the time, so that you're not just doing all this work for, for 20, 30, even like two or 300 views. We want to make sure it's seen by a good amount of people and the right people. So let's uh let's uh, land the plane here right like i think people probably have at least a, at least a pretty good idea now of what is platform what does platform actually do for me when when i sign up right and that's well we manage all of your ads we edit all of your videos we're launching new uh social media ad campaigns for you on facebook and instagram literally every week we're having a weekly phone call with you we set up your lead generation campaign so that new fresh leads are coming in at any given time once you get rolling we'll have seven, eight, nine, 10 ad campaigns running simultaneously. Really, what does platform do for you? We become your marketing department. It's like having a full-blown marketing department and we're dedicated to only working with you in your area because we have market exclusivity, not the competition. You also get, uh, you also get the built-in advantage of when you sign up for platform, we have 10 plus years 
of tests and experiments and ads that we've run that we've kind of developed our own like in-house greatest hits catalog of like the best ads ever over the 10 years. So you don't have to waste your marketing budget like testing new ideas, testing is this going to work or not. We already know on day one when you sign up for a platform what ads to run because we know what ads work based off of our you know, the last 10 years and millions of dollars spent on ads, we already know what ads work. So your ads are basically your effectiveness is at full speed from the very first month. It doesn't, you know, if you've ever heard a marketing company say it does, you know, it, it, uh, it uh, takes a month or two for us to dial it in or for us to run some tests and really kind of like figure out what's going to work for you. So make sure you give us a couple months to, to dial it in, right? Like you'll never hear a platform say that because we already know, even in the literal first month you sign up, what ad campaigns are going to be the most effective because we've been doing it for 10 years, right? So that's what happens when you hire a marketing company that actually specializes in working in working with realtors. So that's what platform marketing is. No, the question is like, okay, cool. What does it cost? Well, it's it's right on our website. We don't hide from it. In fact, we're proud to say the price of platform is 1820. So $1,820 a month. So basically 1800 bucks, right? We don't hide that. We're not trying to like, oh, you can sign up here for more information and we'll send you how much it costs, right? Like, no, it's right on our website because for everything we do for you, we're actually really proud that it's that it's that cheap um, for, for everything we do for. I mean, that's that's basically the cost of, uh, of, well, frankly, a less than minimum wage employee. That's the cost of hiring someone and paying them $9 an hour. Like that's what 1820 is uh, a month. Now, it's not 1820 when you first sign up. So we want to be clear on that. We actually give a very, very generous discount when you first sign up for platform. And we, uh, um, so you're not paying anything near 1820 when you first sign up. Um, we won't get into the details on this uh, podcast episode, but just schedule a call uh, you know, with us, email us. We'll be happy to send you the details on that. But I do want to be very, very clear that when someone signs up, you don't owe us 1820 the first month. We actually very gradually start charging you over a period of six months. And the first six months, you're a client. We give you an extremely significant discount off the 1820. So if you're listening to this and this sounds awesome, but you're just like, hey, I can't afford that. Um, that's like, that's fine because we don't charge you our normal price for the first six months. We give a very, very significant discount for new clients um, in the first six months because we want to prove to you that we have skin in the game too. You know, that like when when someone signs up that like we know that you're probably not going to get a bunch of closings from the marketing the first month or two because most of these people are four or five, six months away from being ready to buy or sell. So we've structured the pricing so that in those early months, when the marketing is working, when leads are flowing in, but you don't necessarily have closings yet, right? Because that just takes a while because of because of the sales cycle of real estate, right? That we're giving you a massive discount to make it as affordable as possible uh, in those in those first six months. So that kind of explains uh, explains what we do. The uh, the uh, pricing, like the last thing I want to say is that, you know, looking back over the last decade, we've been running this company. I think the most powerful thing I could say, like the most persuasive thing I could say about why realtors should give this a shot 
is that when someone signs up for platform, they very typically become a client for life. Like we have clients that have been working with us for, you know, five years, for six years, for seven years. We actually just did a study last month and we crunched all the numbers and made a big spreadsheet of like, okay, who's been clients for how long, which percentage of our clients have been with us more than six months, you know, which percentage have been with us, whatever. And about half of our clients, uh, so I, I said we have like slightly over 200 clients right now, more than half of those. So more than a hundred of our clients have actually been working with us more than two years. That's pretty much unheard of for a marketing program, um, specifically in the real estate industry, to have that many of your clients that have been working with you for more than two years because we don't have long-term contracts. Like when you sign up a platform, you don't have to sign an annual agreement or a two-year contract or anything like that. Like we do not have long-term contracts. So when we say that someone's been working with us for four years or five years or six years or or even longer, it's because for whatever, seven years in a row, they've made the decision that seeing all that platform does for me and the actual results they get for me, I want to keep working with them and I want to keep that that uh, exclusivity over my market. I don't want my competition signing up for a platform. I want to keep this for myself, even though they're not locked into a contract, right? Because we believe that uh, a, a a marketing company, frankly, is one of the very few types of companies that shouldn't shouldn't require a contract. Like I, I understand if lo- you have to sign a contract to like uh, uh, retain the services of a lawyer or an accountant or frankly almost any other type of business service that contracts you know seem 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 useful. But a marketing company, if the whole point is that when you hire a marketing company you should be making more money as the result of hiring that marketing company because they actually grew your business. That marketing company should not have to lock you into a contract because the reason you stay with them is that you're making more money than you were before you hired them. So frankly, who cares about having a contract if it's actually working, you would you would never quit. So that's actually one thing that, you know, as the founder CEO of the company, I am really proud of is that we don't require long-term uh contracts because we know that when people sign up they typically become uh clients for life and i think you can see that in all the reviews we have on facebook and google that our uh our platform clients really something something else i'll add to is that um what's really cool is at the end of that six month period like if you only stay with us for six months when we're giving you a really heavy discount to be quite transparent, we break even. So we're, we're essentially betting our yeah. whole business model on the fact that we're really confident that even when you're paying that full price starting month seven, it is gonna be a no-brainer investment for you that's pennies compared to the business growth that's possible here. Yeah, we, like what what Diana's saying there, just to be just to be really, really clear, is that we give you such a discount the first six months that we're actually losing money as a company. Um, like, cause obviously we have to pay our team to launch all your ads and edit your videos and everything. So there's a cost to us of giving that steep of a discount. We actually lose money the first six months that someone is uh, a client, but that's how confident we are that when someone signs up and they see it working and they stick with it, uh, they, they very typically become a client that works with us for three, four, five, six, seven years. And again, that is unheard of in the marketing industry to keep clients that long, but that's how cool the platform marketing program is, is that we've just designed it in such a way with this one client per market philosophy that our clients succeed over the long term 
and there there are results often get better as time goes yeah. on because you're compounding the referrals and the leads that you've converted and they start referring people to you and again it it all works because of this one client per market uh philosophy so guys hopefully this hopefully this podcast episode helped you answer the question of like okay what is platform what are the specifics of uh, of what you guys do if, if you want to schedule a call with us reach out obviously go to our website platform real estate uh, dot com and we'll be happy to hop on the phone and explain any additional questions uh, that you might have yep thanks for listening guys